This Father's Day, don't miss the movie that soars above the hype. Nice. And is one of the greatest movies ever made. Oh, having any fun yet? Tom Cruise. Top Gun Maverick. Ready PG-13. Hello, and welcome to Rhyme Entertainment Showcase with your host, Rita and Mel. Hi everyone and welcome to Rhyme Entertainment Showcase. Show 22 already. Wow. wow. This year has gone by so fast. So fast indeed. And could be a good thing. Exactly. But anyway, <laughs> we are speaking to Fabrizio Gamardella, who is a director, filmmaker and producer. Super talented. Again, I mean, I'm sure you have all heard of the animated short A Piglet's Tale. If not, you need to stay tuned for the trailer that we will be showing because it is absolutely amazing. Exactly. It's won so many awards already yeah. and it's been selected for so many other film festivals which we can only congratulate yeah. uh, Fabrizio and his team on. Yeah, definitely. And when you hear the interview, you're going to understand a bit more about Piglet's Tale and just listening to his journey again, like all our interviews, is... Inspirational. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, also make sure you do stay uh, tuned for that trailer. And also there is some exclusive news coming from Fabrizio itself, which is mm, very, is very exciting. Just well, to watch. Exactly. But, so, in case you didn't know, Daryl has also launched his new album. So please make sure you head over to Spotify and download L-I-F-E. I believe it's also available on iTunes as well. I've got it in my head. Yeah, I know. And she's when you listen silently. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, on with the interview. Watch the interview and be prepared to be inspired. And we'll see you after. Bye. Hi everyone and welcome to Rhyme Entertainment Showcase. Today we are talking to Fabrizio Gamardella who is a filmmaker, director, producer, and just super talented. Welcome to the show, Fabrizio. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So tell us about your journey. When did you decide to pursue a career in film, and, and how did it progress? Uh, well, it's kind of crazy, because i got to be honest with you. i got a background in uh, law, uh, to, be, to be fair. So when I was in Italy uh, many years ago, uh, you know, I graduated in law, I got bachelor's degrees in law. Uh, and I wasn't really, you know, at the time, many years ago, I wasn't really thinking to uh, pursue this kind of career. Uh, I was just, you know, uh, passionate about movies. Uh, I really loved to talk about movies with friends. I was into um, uh, Japanese comics books. Uh, so it was more of a passion. I wasn't really, you know, I wasn't really putting too much uh, faith into that kind of career, especially because, you know, in the south of Italy, many years ago, uh, after the financial crisis, there was really no way to, to make money off of this kind of, uh, you know, career as a director or a video editor. It was just a dream. Uh, yeah, so uh, 
it all happened because in 2015, for a number of reasons, I decided to move to the UK. Uh, and basically, uh, big things started to, to happen after I moved to the UK. Well, since I was in Italy, um, you know, when I was in Italy, not really, to, to be honest. I used to, to, I used to run a company in Italy uh, mm-hmm. where I worked as a director, producer, but it was really, really, really tough because, yeah. I mean, um, it was kind of a niche uh, work. Uh, there wasn't really a way to, to make a living off it. Yeah. Okay. So when, you, obviously you said when you came to the UK, um, things changed. So how did that transition happen where you realised actually is the area I actually want to pursue a career in? What actually happened to, to make that decision? Uh, yeah, again, uh, many reasons. So, kind of, many different things happened when, when I decided to move to the UK. So, first of all, my sisters moved to the UK before me, a couple of years before me. Mm-hmm. So, what happened uh, in 2015, my mother and my girlfriend, they decided to pay a visit to my sister. So, they went over to, to my sister in Milton Keynes at the time. Mm-hmm. And when they came back, they, you know, they kind of tried to talk me into... Uh, making this trip to the UK. I wasn't really the type of guy who loved to travel, uh, maybe to kind of, let's say, um, leave his comfort zone. I was, I was, I was kind of, you know, trying to, uh, to keep things rolling, to keep things rolling in Italy, even though I knew that was really, really tough to, you know, some sort of breakthrough was really, really hard in Italy. So they, they, they did manage to convince me. I went to, the, I went to uh, Milton Keynes. I stayed there for a couple of weeks and then I decided to uh, give it a go, give it a shot. And I moved to London. Uh, but it took me, let's say, a couple of years before I could actually manage to put together a nice portfolio clients and really start to, to basically work in this field uh, professionally, properly, making money, making even good money because in London, you know, it's a really good job. I mean, at least it was before, you know, <laughs> the world went crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was really good. But it took me, let's say, a couple of years to three years before I could, I could really, really manage to, to make the dream uh, come true, actually. What was it like, obviously, being in Italy, you're in your comfort zone, and then making that change to London? And I know that can be scary. What, how was it? What was it I like mean, for you? <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. So first of all, I made my mind up literally in a couple of weeks, literally. So after 30 years in Italy, I'd been to the United States, uh, you know, before moving to London in 2011, but it was kind of, you know, a month and a half. Uh, you know, you, you, you don't really feel, uh, you, can't, you kind of feel homesick after a month, but you still know they're going to go back to your country. Yeah, yeah. In that case, it's completely different. Because I was trying to stay in the UK, so I thought, okay, it's not going to be a month. It's going to be a year, maybe, mm-hmm. a year and a half. So you, you really need to focus on something, because otherwise you're, you're not going to be able to make it. I mean, it's not going to be, uh, you know, you won't be able to, 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 to find a way yeah. to, to, to make your dream come true. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, it was really, really scary and comfortable. And also at the time... Um, probably you don't know about this, but in Italy, the school system is kind of defective when it comes to languages. So we don't really speak languages. So when I moved to the UK the first time in 2015, I didn't speak the language literally at all. Mm-hmm. I, couldn't, I couldn't even hire a camp. 
I mean, that was madness. I could, I could understand anything. I could get the gist of it, but it wasn't enough. I mean, it was definitely wasn't enough to pursue uh, a career in the UK. I mean, so, you know, uh, at the beginning it was really, really tough. Uh, it was really tough to find a place. I slept uh, on an inflexible mattress for six months uh, in a shared apartment. Uh, no, no tenants agreement at all. I mean, uh, in Harston, I don't know if you're familiar with Derby, but it's oh, close yeah, to Stonebridge. Yeah. It's close yeah. to Stonebridge Park. Mm. I mean, let's say not not the nicest area in London. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's an understatement. But it, it, you know, uh, then I moved to um, Harston again, and then St John's Wood, uh, and then um, Deptford, Greenwich, Lewisham. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, a bit of a journey. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. But look at your resilience now. I mean, you've Hate learned off. so much yeah. from that and it's made you who you are today. So excellent stuff there. Okay. Um, so just moving into your inspiration. So kind of how did you develop that inspiration with film and, you know, going into that sort of um, area of work? How did you kind of build on that? And, and also what, what inspired you to, to go in that direction fully? Uh, so basically, as I said, I've always, I've always been really, um, you know, into Japanese movies and animation and comic books, all the kind of things. Uh, you know, I literally grew up reading uh, mm. hundreds and hundreds of comic books from Japan, they're called mangas. Yeah. So I was, you know, I really uh, was dreaming of being able to put together an animation short film. But unfortunately, animation is extremely expensive. It's really complicated. It's really, it's really tough to put together an animation because basically there's no uh, room for mistakes. Mm -hmm. And each mistake is going to cost you a lot of money because yeah. uh, obviously we are still talking about 2D tradition, uh, traditional animation, which means that basically anything you're doing takes a lot of time. You're literally animating frame by frame, mm -hmm. uh, even though obviously you're not doing it on paper anymore, but it still takes a lot of time. So I didn't really, I, I, I've never had the chance to uh, put together a team uh, to, to make a short film. But while I was running this company in Italy, uh, I got some money uh, from another company to make uh, a commercial. And I decided to, to make an animated commercial. And that worked really, really well. And it got uh, purchased by the air company uh, Lufthansa the German airline company. Yeah. And that was the first one. But it was more like, you know, a commercial. There wasn't really a story behind. Yeah. Uh, but it was the first one. So I thought, well, okay, maybe I can do it. Let's try again. And I tried again, made another one. Uh, did, it one really, uh, did it go really well in terms of companies trying to, to buy the rights a bit? Yeah. Uh, but I decided to invest a bit more money mm -hmm. and create some sort of ending so kind of to put together uh, some really simple storyline. And that was my first short film, Sissy's Dream, uh, that basically, you know, got screened at the Walt Disney Concerts Hall in Los Angeles in 2017, uh, won the uh, Chifuna Film Festival in 2016, which is the biggest uh, children film festival in the world, mm -hmm. and got selected in some other film festivals. And, you know, wow. uh, that, that's basically how everything started, you know. Amazing. Wow. That's excellent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, doing the commercial obviously gave you that confidence and um, 
the ability to yeah. you know to try it out see how yeah. it works for you and then obviously getting these awards that's that's really great so tell us about your current animated short um a piglet's tale how did you come up with this concept and can you share a little bit about um the film storyline absolutely uh so before moving to the uk uh, um, I had been a vegetarian for pretty much 20 years of my life. But when I moved to the UK, something happened and I turned uh, vegan. I've always been, you know, an animal lover. So they, they, animal means, means a lot to me. Mm. So I thought, you know, I don't know when, but uh, it's going to happen. I'm going to make something. I'm going to make a short film uh, completely uh, revolving around uh, a kit who's capable of turning into some kind of animal. Mm. At the beginning, I didn't really know exactly which one, whether or not it was going to be a dog, a cat, or something like that. Because mm. this kind of subject is really popular in Japanese animation. I mean, it's yeah. not something new, obviously. Yeah. But the way I decided to uh, work on this project was a bit different. So I wanted to use animation, because usually animation, it's meant to be for children. So when, when, when you put together an animation, short film, or even a feature film, uh, people, you know, they, they, they think straight away at something which is obviously suitable for children. Yeah. But in my case, I thought, let's do something different. So let's make something which is for adults, basically. Yeah. Uh, so trying to get across a different kind of message, a really strong yeah. message, something which is obviously not, uh, not for children. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what really triggered uh, something into my my mind and uh, I spent four years of my life working on this project uh, mm-hmm. putting my money into it at the beginning and then you know uh, thanks to also one of your hosts Hailish uh, mm-hmm. we decided to put together a really nice uh, campaign on Indiegogo to get some extra funds obviously for post-production the kind of things but it took me four years and at the beginning I was pretty much on my own because not so many people were willing to put money into this kind of project because it's extremely risky, obviously, because yeah. you're touching on something so thorny uh, as animal welfare. Yeah. And also we are talking about a kit uh, yeah. and, 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 and some really, really complicated uh, relationships, uh, yeah. you know, b- b- between the kid and his family. Because yeah. so, as I said, there's, there's a psychology behind the movie because it's not meant for be, to be for children. Yeah, uh, but you know, apparently it's going really well. So we we, we managed to ready to in a couple of months. We won four film festivals. Yeah. We got selected in ten film festivals, and we are finalists in a couple of film festivals. So uh, especially in India, for some reason, uh, it's getting recognised so much in India uh, to the point that I decided to submit a more Indian film festival. Yeah, sure. uh, I think they can relate so much to this kind of yeah, uh, topic. Yeah. yeah, when it comes to animal welfare, when it comes to pigs, probably when it comes to cows, yeah. that's something. Yeah, that's something they feel really close to their kind of culture, uh, which is completely different compared to the culture we got down in Italy or maybe even in the UK. Even if in the UK, you know, there's a huge bigger movement uh, mm. compared to Italy, where it's pretty much non-existent. Yeah. But still, in India, I feel that there's something different down there. They're really, they, they, they get the message straight away. Yeah. Uh, and it's being recognized a lot in India, which is, which is good. I mean, amazing. Definitely. Yeah. 
yeah i mean i think as well and you know we're gonna head over to the trailer after this interview um but the again you mentioned the psychological aspect of it and from what i've seen of the trailer already there's also this hint of bullying and this non-acceptance and i mentioned this in our interview with um ailish uh of couple of episodes ago practically and yeah and I feel like it's really kind of something that a lot of people can connect with mm, even yeah. if it isn't just focused on the meat eating side of it but even looking at it from different angles Social and media. you've done yeah. you've done an amazing job with it and you know it's, Thank you. you know it's amazing yeah. what's the I mean how what's the the feeling like now I mean you've won the awards you've got selected for so many film festivals how is how does that feel to you right now is it like i can't believe this or you know it's it's just an amazing journey what what's it been like for you so far uh i'm gonna be honest with you uh i was i didn't really see it coming to be to be fair mm -hmm. because at the beginning the idea wasn't really to uh get into film festivals mm -hmm. at the beginning i had a completely different idea in mind uh i was trying to make something uh just, I, I really wanted to, to get a message across. That was it, yeah. to be fair. But the thing is, after, you know, you spend four years of your life, you do realise that obviously you, you need this project also to kind of make a step forward in your career uh, yeah. as a director, as an animation director. You can't put it on the shelf, you know what I mean? And just say, okay, I, you know, the message got across, that's it. Because obviously, you know, many people got involved in the production of this short film. So obviously, you also you feel quite some sort of pressure because you don't want to disappoint them. Obviously, you know what I mean because it's their career as well. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't see it coming uh, so quickly because at the end of the day, in a couple of months, it usually takes a uh, three, four, five, between three and six months before obviously you know uh, a short film, if it's a good short film, starts to get recognised. But in a couple of months, in a month, in a, in a month uh, and a half, uh, I think it's really impressive and I, I'm, I'm happy but you know it, it, it's not me uh, this is a team job especially animation so uh, it's not me you know I, I'm not uh, some kind of you know brilliant mind you know it, this is a team job so many people uh, brought uh, their ideas to the table uh, and I'm a really an extremely flexible person individual and I'm also an extremely flexible director so if i think that there's an idea that's working i really don't care who came up with the idea you know it, it, it's like why not you know what i mean exactly. so and that's why i think uh, this project uh, was so i think it's decently successful at the end of the day i think that because because it was a team job and everybody could really think that was uh an important part of the project. So not someone, you know, they got hired and that was it. No, especially the, the lead animator. I mean, Leonard Lacoint from France, she spent four years of her life and so many things happened to her and to me, obviously, because life's going on, life goes on. But she, she really, uh, she's the kind of person, never give up, it's her motto as well. I mean, uh, she spent four years and she, she's been amazing. Okay. We call we called we we called this short film our, our son 
basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think, yeah, again, yeah. team effort there. And it's so important, again, to just have the, the collection of ideas to, to make it flourish. And I think you've yeah. definitely all done such a brilliant, mm. uh, a brilliant job, but you've brought it to life. And without that, again, where, where would it be? So excellent. Love it. Yeah, brilliant. So what's in the pipeline for you right now? Well, that's quite interesting, actually, because I got a great, you know, the wine, the pipeline, uh, short film. Uh, and I recently uh, pretty much signed uh, the contract with the, the whole team. Uh, and we got an amazing team on this one. So uh, I wrote a new story. I wrote a new story uh, a couple of months ago, three months ago, with Super Trump, mm -hmm. uh, like the Lady and the Trump. So it's about the stray dog. Uh, mm -hmm. And that basically goes through a crucible to get reunited with a little girl that saved him uh, when he was a puppy, uh, finding him in a trash bag. So but yeah, but but they kind of drift apart and they, they get reunited uh, by the end of the short film. Basically, uh, it's a really nice story. That's for kids, one hundred percent for kids. And we managed to basically uh, get on board uh, a Marvel animator, so an amazing animator from Canada, from Italy that works in Canada. Yeah. Uh, that basically worked on uh, on uh, the Avenger uh, franchise. Uh, and also he worked on the secret life the secret life of pets and he also worked as animator on spider-man uh, into the Spi uh, spider verse so basically it's you know an amazing professional uh, we managed to get him on board and we also managed to get on board uh, four other really talented uh, professionals so we got the whole team ready and today um, in a few hours we're going to have the first production meeting uh, and hopefully in a year this project is going to come to life we're going to launch a campaign this time in the united states rather than the uk because we are trying to reach a broader uh, audience basically so we're going to try to, to launch the campaign in the, in the united states rather than in the uk can, can even be canada i'm not sure at the moment because it's something we are you know still in the pipeline you know we need to work out all the details it's going to happen in spring in the next spring yeah. but but uh, i've got already something uh, you know got my, got my hands full yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exciting definitely. like we, you know definitely i mean we'll be following yourself yeah, on that project yeah. and it sounds like such a beautiful story oh, yeah. I, mean, I think for adults as well yeah, as children yeah, I think I think both yeah it's for families it. yeah the idea was to create something for families mm -hmm. uh still i wanted animals to be involved uh, so i really want to want to want to try to again get an important message across which is uh, that basically uh, especially for kids mm. um, I mean with dogs it's really easy obviously you know because every, you know, every kid wants a puppy yeah. so we, we know that but still there are a couple of moments in the film that I think can make them think a yeah. tiny, maybe a bit more deeply into the subject so trying to really understand that they are living beings and their life needs to be respected and they need to be treated as such. Uh, but as I said, everything is for family, completely different vibe, uh, bright colours. Uh, so it's going to be a really, really nice project, I I'm sure of it. Definitely. Oh, I can't yeah, wait for that. Definitely keep us updated with yeah. that. 100%. Excellent. So, I mean, 
so many things are going on. Like you said, you're really gonna, you're gonna get really busy now. Success <laughs> from a piglet's tail, and then your next coming upcoming project. You know, when you're thinking about the tips and uh, you know bits of advice that you could offer to um, others that want to get into, you know, again, whether it's animated shorts or whether it's to direct or just become a filmmaker, what free tips would you offer? to um those particular individuals uh i think the first one would be uh just try don't really focus too much on the final goal because mm. sometimes it might be uh, too stressful so i think you should be doing something just because you really enjoy doing something mm, yeah. if you do that well something is going to happen sooner or later but if you think every day, you know, you're trying to think every day, how can I do it? I mean, I want to win that. I want to get into that film festival. I think that nothing is going to happen. You're just going to stress yourself out. <laughs> you know, you waste energy. So my, my idea, uh, my main tip would be try to stay positive as much as you can. Uh, don't never surround yourself with negative people just I mean don't do that (laughs) (laughs) if something is not working it is better to say straight away say okay you know what I think you are an amazing professional but I don't think we can work together yeah yeah you know still friends but this is not gonna gonna work so we need to do something because we 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 feel alike we need to do something because we enjoy doing something but I mean, just try to say, I mean, low stress. It's just my mantra, <laughs> to, to be honest. So, and as, so I think that obviously, you know, you, you don't, you, you, you really need to uh, not give up. Never, never give up. Because I mean, you're going to get so many little, uh, little bit slumped in your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't really uh, be, you know, too worried about, uh, not finding right people, or maybe you know, not having enough money. I think uh, I think you should always try to do what you do because you love doing it. Yeah. Uh, and you know, one hundred percent something is gonna. No rush. I think they should because people. I mean, sometimes they think, oh my god, I'm thirty, I'm thirty-five, uh, yeah. but I know the, the guy, that guy is twenty-five, and he already shot his first feature film. I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. My my favorite director started directing movies when he was 50. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. And he's been doing that for the past 20 years. And he's one of the most, uh, especially in Japan, but also in Europe, uh, you know, accomplished director probably ever in Japan after, you know, big names like Akira Kurosawa. But still, he started directing when he was 50. Exactly. It's I mean, it's just the point rushing. I mean, just just take your time. You know, you know. And the thing is, is also when the time is right, the time is right. We can't put a label on it. And again, we can't compare ourselves. So I absolutely love that. uh, What you just said, just nailed it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think we can relate because with rhyme as well. Mm. You know, it's taken us years. We started off as a magazine before we yeah. were actually doing these shows and we love it, you know, talking to, you know, special guests like yourself, it's inspiring to us and we're yeah. sharing that inspiration. So, you know, your advice there really, um, we can relate we to as well. Can now. Relate. So, yeah. yeah. I think that was a message to us as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad to hear that. Okay. No, cause you know, I mean, 
I think everybody, everybody uh, sooner or later bumps into uh, the uh, you know negative person. So there's only one way I think to learn something, uh, and unfortunately, in this case, it's learning it the hard way. But but once you do that, you know you can start behaving and you can start doing things a different way, and maybe that way is going to work out for you. So you know I did run into uh, many many. Uh, negative people really especially in the first couple of years when i was in london yeah. uh, but you know uh, i think it's life i'm not the first not the last so uh, you know yeah yeah, yeah. it happens to everybody and unfortunately with every you know every situation there's it's always you get a bunch of negative yeah. people but yeah. there are positive people out there yeah yeah. life will lead you to them and yeah. you just learn from it and you move on so it's okay so it's still a positive thing so <laughs> we can still turn it into a positive no matter what oh, yeah thanks so i do believe that 100 yeah yeah so this is your moment now fabrizio plug all your social media where can our viewers find out more about you and <laughs> come in work especially around uh, a piglet's tail uh uh, well, basically, there's my main website, but you can take a look at my main website. It's literally my name, surname, uh, com, basically. So um, that's my main website and my Facebook page. And the Piglet's Tale has got a Facebook page as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think in a couple of weeks, we are going to create a new Facebook page uh, for the new project, uh, Super Trump. Uh, yeah, because we recently got uh, all the backgrounds uh, back from the background artists. So, uh, and they look, I mean, they are amazing. We found this guy from Italy, a really young and talented guy from the south of Italy. Mm-hmm. I really uh, felt I wanted to give him uh, an opportunity to work mm-hmm. with, with, with big professionals because this guy is really talented. Yeah. And, and, you know, uh, he, he didn't... Uh, disappoint me so we got some amazing stuff already uh that we want to put on the facebook page which is uh, as i said going to happen in a couple of weeks and months so um, you know stay tuned definitely <laughs> that's amazing thank you so yeah, much Fabrizio. it's been such a great um a great time to have a chat and have a conversation i know we've met once previously on a film festival panel and it's just been a pleasure to have you on the show um and again so viewers out there definitely you know get in touch with fabrizio follow on the facebook pages all of this is going to be listed below and definitely stay tuned for the trailer to a piglet's tale oh yeah Thank you again, Fabrizio. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thanks. Oh, thanks to you. Thanks for having me on. It was my pleasure. Excellent. Take care. Take care.
inspirational. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Amazing. All of the above. Yeah. It was. Absolutely. Were you excited by the exclusive news? Yeah. That's we gonna be cannot wait. Big stuff. Huge. And we will keep you updated on that. Absolutely. Sure. Be prepared to hear about more about this exciting project that will be happening for with and with Fabrizio and the team. Yeah. So we're really, really excited to uh, to announce more news when that comes up. Okay. Sure. Yeah. But yes, again, you've looked at the trailer or watched the trailer, and like we said. A piglet's tail, so much meaning mm. in in the trailer alone. So imagine when you watch the actual short, how much meaning and how what the amazing message that is uh, going forth into the world. Yeah. And, and we yeah. just say, you know, support um, Fabrizio in his work. He's doing amazing work. He's him and and. and him and his team, yeah. gosh, I can't speak, can't speak. <laughs> so, right. um, are doing amazing work trying to get some great messages out to you all. So yeah. Messages please, from the heart. Yeah, so mm. check out his um, website, check out his social media page and mm. do what follow, you can to, like, to back him and, exactly. and follow his projects. Be part of such an amazing, amazing positive yeah, message. Definitely. But yes, yeah, so again, of course, December is upcoming. We're going to have more exciting stuff, of it's course. Nice. Yes. We haven't put our tree up yet. What's wrong with us? It's going up. It will be. It will be up It will be soon. the new edition. Yep. Ready for December, <laughs> for sure. Now I've put a deadline on this. Okay. Right, so we're not going to keep talking anymore now. I think you guys need to head over to Spotify and don't get... Don't forget, don't get, I'm saying I can't talk. talk today. But anyway, don't forget to download Daryl's album L-I-F-E, also known as Life. Um, but head over to Spotify, the details are below. Do not forget to, other than download, but don't forget to follow us as well. Yeah. And follow Fabrizio yeah. and like his pages. But you can get us on Instagram at Rhyme Entertainment Official. I think we forgot our tag, our handle. Wow, she did a reel. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and also we've got at sisters underscore in underscore rhyme. And how do we spell rhyme? R-I-M-E. Anyway. Sync, yeah, yeah totally out of sync. Don't worry. <laughs> right, enjoy the tune for the rest of the credits. And we will see you in December. Bye. Bye.
After months of reviewing thousands of documents and conducting hundreds of interviews behind closed doors, the House January 6th committee hearings are underway. Tune in to C-SPAN as committee members question key witnesses about what transpired and why during the assault on the U.S. Capitol. Get the hearing schedule on our website at cspan.org and watch our coverage on the free C-SPAN Now app. Or listen on your smart speaker by saying play C-SPAN Radio. C-SPAN, your unfiltered view of government.